Welcome to another edition of Northwestern Outdoors Radio, the award-winning show covering fishing, hunting, conservation, destinations, and other outdoors recreation across the greater Northwest. Northwestern Outdoors is brought to you by Max Lur, Sportsman's Warehouse, Sina Sea Seafood, and Wallowa County Chamber of Commerce, and the Northern Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery Program. And now, let's see what's happening this week with your host, John Cruz. Happy New Year. I'm glad you're here. Gotta ask, did you make any New Year's resolutions? I know I did. Once again, I'm resolving to be a better bass fisherman, and maybe this will finally be the year that I cash a check in a bass tournament. I'm going to be fishing three in the first half of the year, and all three are going to be at Potholes Reservoir, and all three are being put on by Limit Outperformance Marine. Russ Baker does a great job putting on high-quality tournaments, and the first one I'm going to be in is an amateur in the second annual Pro-Am tournament taking place April 25th and 26th at Potholes Reservoir and Bardon Resort. Right after that, on May 4th and 5th, is a big bass tournament where I'm hoping that this squirrel finds a a big nut or a big bass in this case and then june 6th and 7th there's another pro-am being put on by limit out marine and the great thing about these pro-ams is that as an amateur angler like myself you really have the ability to accelerate your learning curve so if you're just getting into bass fishing consider signing up for one of these you can find out more at the limit out performance marine facebook page or just contact russ baker and he'll give you the details and i hope to see you there at all three tournaments be fun to fish with you This week on the show, unfortunately, I got a little bad news to start off with. A friend of mine and a person I respect quite a bit who's done some wonderful things out at Potholes Reservoir for the fisheries there and much more. Mike Meesberg, co-owner of Mardon Resort, passed away December 26th at his home. He'd been battling a number of medical issues for some time, but I'll tell you what, I'm really sorry to see him go. We'll have more details about Mike and his legacy probably next week. But I wanted to share this news. He is a great man, and I will truly miss him. And again, he's done a lot of good things for hunting and fishing in the Columbia Basin over the years. This week on the show, we're actually taking you to Potholes Reservoir for some duck hunting. We are going to be on the famed Duck Taxi, now operated by guide Shelby Ross of Ross Outdoor Adventures. And we'll be talking to Shelby about this operation that he has. It is all sorts of fun out on Potholes when it comes to shooting ducks. He'll talk about his goose hunting opportunities as well. I managed to get out on this hunt because I was a guest of my friend Dwayne England, the host of Fish Hunt Northwest. That's the TV show that you can watch on Root Sports every Sunday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. And you can also catch his show live and streaming on both Facebook and YouTube Thursday evenings from 6 to 7 p.m. Another guest we'll talk to today, well, Bob Loomis is back as usual. This time the topic is ice fishing, something that's getting very popular here in the greater Northwest. And we'll also talk to Trey Karskadin because if it's January, it's show season and we've got a couple to tell you about. One of them is the Portland Boat Show. That one's going off January 10th through the 14th at the Expo Center in Portland. And right after that is the Tacoma RV Show, January 18th through the 21st at the Tacoma Dome. And this one's presented by BEC the Boeing Employee Credit Union, and they'll be there to help you with financing. And no, you don't have to be an employee of Boeing to go ahead and take advantage of this. Throw in our Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week, your first chance to win a gift card for the 2024, and we've got another great show coming your way. So let's kick things off, as we always do, with another edition of Sportsman Spotlight with David Sparks. Hey, boaters, be prepared and take extra precautions in winter weather. David Sparks, Sportsman Spotlight. I'm joined by fishing game official Roger Phillips. 
with winter weather, obviously conditions are dramatically different than last summer when we were out boating and if you slipped and fell overboard, you had a good story to tell your friends back home. In the wintertime, you know, obviously pretty severe cold. The risk of hypothermia is very high. So folks just need to be very cognizant when they go out. Good time of year to wear life jackets. They actually keep you a little bit warmer. Watch the weather. It's also good to have a spare pair of clothes available. You happen to get wet and so you can change into those and kind of stay warm. Every year across the nation, there are boating accidents involving duck hunters or winter anglers. So with water temperatures just above freezing, these accidents can tragically result in a fatality. In the past 10 years, nearly 67% of the fatal boating accidents were the results of victims falling into the water from small boats. The most common mistake waterfowl hunters make while operating a boat is overloading the vessel. All watercraft under 20 feet in length constructed after November 1, 1972, have a capacity plate permanently affixed in a location clearly visible to the operator while the boat is underway. The plate lists the maximum horsepower, maximum number of persons, and maximum weight capacity. This includes all people, dogs, and gear. By the time you strap on an outboard motor, it's easy to exceed the weight capacity without knowing it. If you look close enough, you can see the hidden potential within your fields. That's why an agro-liquid nutrition plan starts with the crop and identifies the precise combination of primary nutrients while focusing on the support of secondary and micronutrients. So every nutrient is working in harmony for your crop to reach its full potential, maximizing growth while offering lower use rates. Apply less, expect more, precisely. Find an agro-liquid dealer at agroliquid.com. The best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they're well, farming. It's easy to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of their pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on, listening to this station for the Ag Information Network of the West News. So reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what's important to their farm operation. Give us a call and we'll connect you with our local farming community. They trust us, so they'll trust you. Backcountryhunters.org. Join the fight for our public lands and waters today. You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio. We are broadcasting from the North Anna Potholes Reservoir. We're duck hunting today, and I am the guest of Dwayne England, the host of Fish Hunt Northwest. We're hunting with Ross Outdoor Adventures, and we've had a dandy of a day with some 21, 22 ducks down so far. Dwayne, thanks for the invite. This has been fun. Absolutely, John, and it's funny you say you're the guest, and yet here I am the guest on your show, so it's kind of (laughs) crossing over uh, the boundaries here, but yeah, you know, what uh, what a great morning so far. I mean, we've had a number of little small flurries of ducks coming in. It's not been, you know, off the charts, but, you know, fortunately for us, I've assembled a pretty good crew. We got a, a bunch of sharpshooters in the blind, and uh, ducks enter, but they don't leave. Uh, this is very true. Why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners who is in the blind with you today, because these are all people that are very important to you and the show. 
Yeah, I tried to put together a, an invite to my contributing show sponsors, and, and not everybody can make it, of course, and we had to move the date from the original one that we had scheduled, but joining us today is a Mike Coombs, owner at uh, Outdoor Emporium and Sport Co., of course, Mike Serdic, regional West Coast rep from Alaska to California for Ray Marine, kind of a big player in the Northwest Industries. Of course, we got Bobby and Britton, Bobby Loomis and Britton Ransford from uh, Max Lure. You can't have always great guests. You always have to have a few <laughs> questionable characters in the blind with you. We 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 got to we got to pay tribute to the needy as well. So I offered them up a spot and they uh, jumped on it of course. And then uh you know Shelby is uh in and out of the blind as he's uh working the business and actually scouting for us tomorrow for our goose hunt. So that's good he's taking time to do that. But I mean what just just a great morning so far. Oh, and the guide we've got, uh, Nathan LaFrance, he's been great. He's worked with Shelby for a number of years. Right. And his dog, Charlie, that's a one hard charge in lab. That guy has retrieved every bird we've put down. And when he pulled his first twofer and comes back with two mallards in his mouth, you're like, this dog is something special. And Nate acts like, oh, he does that all the time. One time he came back with uh, five diver ducks. I'm like, <laughs> five diver ducks <laughs> and one retrieve? That is an impressive animal. Oh, yeah. That dog can hunt. That is for sure. And, you know, it's been an interesting morning. It started off slow. Mm-hmm. And then it we got these onesies and twosies. We've had a few flocks of divers. We've had a few flocks of mallards, primarily mallards. I haven't really seen a whole lot of widgeon, a few teal, but, but mainly it's been a mallard show and bluebills. Yeah, I would agree. We got a couple bluebills on the stringer. We have maybe three or four hens. All the rest are greenheads. And, you know, if you have not hunted over here in the potholes region prior, you need to take time and come over here. These ducks are corn-fed. When you want to talk about large-built, you know, just bountiful mallards, and especially these drakes, these are some of the best drakes in the state of Washington. They are really, really healthy birds. You know, the hunting is great. And one unique thing is that this occurs on public land. These blinds here, they're built by Ross Outdoor Adventures, but, you know, if they're not using them, uh, you're perfectly welcome to use them. That's the way it goes. And it's first come, first served. They'll be hard-pressed to beat Ross Outdoor Adventures because they're pretty much out here all night when they have clients. But, I mean, they've got a number of blinds. You can hunt with them on either guided or unguided adventures. Got to tell you, though, I love the guided one. And it's not just because of the guide and the dog. But it's also because you get to eat something, and you get to eat something really good right in the blind. Tell our listeners about this experience. So you have your kebabs, and you have your, what do we call those, the duck? Duck poppers, jalapeno poppers. It's a combination of marinated duck meat that's been in the marinating, you know, three days or so. It's quite the process, as Nate was explaining to us. But I've enjoyed it for years. You've enjoyed it for years. And those who have experienced it, they understand why people talk about this. Now, to have Mike Coombs and Mike Sertic here for the first time in this particular arrangement, and the first time they uh, they popped one of those duck poppers in their mouth, they were like, okay, now we get it. We understand what the buzz is all about, and it's not just the overall operation that Shelby and crew run out here, but it's experiencing that in-the-blind camaraderie and that opportunity to dine on something that is so amazing and how they take the time to prepare this, cook it on a grill of briquettes in the blind while you're hunting. I mean, it just really puts a puts a cap on the day i mean it really brings it all together we're going to talk with shelby ross later in the show uh, and find out more about his operation but if you can't make it definitely go to his website rossoutdooradventures.com and consider booking a duck or a goose trip out here in the columbia basin you're gonna really enjoy it if you do now uh, i gotta warn you we are broadcasting near the duck blind and we might have to duck down at some point 
pun intended. <laughs> and uh, if you hear some shots, that's going to be why. Exactly. But let's let's go ahead and shift this conversation to you and your show. Uh, you've been on Root Sports now for a little bit. You're now an hour-long show mm-hmm. on Sundays, 9 a.m. And I understand you're the number one rated outdoor show on Root Sports now. That's what they tell me, and that's a nice place to be. I mean, uh, look, typically outdoor programming is in TV land is a half an hour. And uh, our our first year on Root Sports, we had to kind of pre-edit our show during broadcast to say, hey, we're signing off from the first half hour, second half of the show coming up after the break on the online streaming. But the show did so well in the first year in that half-hour time slot that they were more than happy to give us our full one-hour program. And they've kept us at 9 a.m. on Sundays, 9 to 10 a.m. now, full one-hour show. And we create and produce that show live on Thursday evenings, and then it finds its way onto Root Sports the following week. And the the following that continues to go up is just overwhelming, John. I can't tell you enough. I mean, I'm in, I'm very happy with how the show is performing very happy with the response we get from a lot of people who are finding us, following what we're doing, and really enjoying the content that we're trying to put out there. It's a little different from most of your outdoor shows. Well, it is, and I want to mention that. But I also, before we get to the, the content, if you want to catch Fish Hunt Northwest, again, Root Sports, Sunday mornings, 9 to 10 a.m., or you can catch it online Thursday evenings from 6 to 7 p.m., and that is on the Fish Hunt Northwest YouTube channel or the Fish Hunt Northwest Facebook page, both as a live stream, so definitely catch it that way if you can't watch it on Root Sports. And I do want to talk about how your show is different, and there's a lot of things I like about your show. Number one, you really get into the politics of the outdoors here in the Pacific Northwest like nobody else does. Yeah, we really try to strive for the educational component. And you've heard me say this before, and folks that follow us and follow your show, and you've had me on before, I emphasize it's all about the things that go on behind the scenes that either keep us off the water or out of the woods. And what I mean by that is all those behind closed door meetings that people are not privy to and the ongoing negotiations and the things that take place that land us either back on the water you know, with opportunity or short and abrupt closures and and uh, limited opportunity. And uh, when it comes to hunting, you know, the direction the current commission, the makeup of our current commission is steering a number of our opportunities and or lack thereof as it pertains to hunting simply because of their vision on how to manage predators, for example. Oh, yes. And, you know, you were mentioning this earlier. I think you're spot on about this. I mean, we are looking at basically four members of the Fish and Wildlife Commission in Washington State are anti-hunting. They do not believe in hunting. And so they're choosing to basically preserve and promote top-tier predators like wolves, like cougars, like bears. And that happens at the cost of losing ungulate herds like elk and deer to the point where we lose opportunity to hunt those animals. Yeah, when you allow the predators to run rampant, secondary to lack of management or intervention, and you continue to pull back opportunity hunters would have to go and pursue those animals and hunt, the predators begin to reign supreme. And our ungulate herds throughout the state, both east and west, begin to diminish. And if we don't have overage on our numbers, if there's not a surplus to go and target, so then WDFW is forced into a position of not issuing opportunity or, you know, permits or or tags to go out and hunt because there's just not the surplus of animals that we can go target. And what does that mean, folks? That means less opportunity, 
less hunters. We lose more people instead of gaining more people in the sport. And I'll be honest, it was you when you said this today, explained it. It's like, this is by design. This isn't just we really like these top tier, you know, big predators. No, this is a design to go ahead and eliminate hunting in Washington State. So this is stuff you're going to learn on Fish Hunt Northwest, folks. And you're also going to learn how to fight back against it. You're also going to learn all sorts of how-to skills, where-to-go skills, on the water, in the field stuff too, like they're filming today. So tune in to Fish Hunt Northwest. Again, Sunday mornings, 9 to 10 a.m. on Root Sports and Thursday evening, 6 to 7 p.m. on the Fish Hunt Northwest YouTube channel and on their Facebook page as well. Dwayne, thanks again for the invitation. It's been a great day. Always a pleasure, John. I'm so glad you could join us. This has been great. Welcome back to Northwestern Outdoors Radio and to an extended Max Minute, brought to you by Max Lure. Yes, it is time for another extended Max Minute with Max Lure. With us again is Bob Loomis. Lakes are icing up. That means it's time to talk ice fishing. What do you recommend folks use and do to try to catch some fish out of the ice, whether they're after perch or crappie or pike or trout? Or kokanee. Or kokanee, Absolutely. <laughs> Obviously, depending on what you're going for, John, size-wise, everything else, my my number one tool is using a sonic bait fish. One sixteenth ounce, you know, for your perch and your smaller warm water fish. Even going to a sonic bait fish as a an attractor and a weight to get down, hooking it up with our glow hooks. You know, the glow hook was one of the original product lines of Max Lured, which is, you know, 55 years old, but and still an extremely good tool for ice fishing. If you are using the sonic bait fish as more of a weight to get it down, and of course, then you're getting some action when you're jigging it too, how far below the sonic bait fish do you have the glow hook? How much leader? I generally go anywhere from three to seven, eight inches, just depending on you know depth and their and size of sonic bait fish. And when it comes to perch, everyone knows that perch eyes are probably the best bait you can use once you get a few perch on board. Before that, I'm guessing worms or night crawlers. Well, you use worms, night crawlers, maggots, red fly worms. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of different little things that, that you learn when you ice fish. Ice fishing is a lot of fun, and it's a whole new area of learning. Fortunately, we're close enough to, as you stated, you know, up in the northeast corner of the state, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, Utah, you know, they play with this stuff all the time. But it's becoming a much bigger portion of the industry right now. It's a large growing faction. It certainly is. So get ready to go ice fishing. Be safe. Make sure you're checking that ice before you go out there. But get on out there and take some sonic bait fish and some glow hooks with you. You can find them at sporting goods stores near you or online at maxlure.com. That's the sound you hear when a fish hits the new sonic bait fish from Max Lure Company. This metal lure can be cast, trolled, or jigged, and will catch just about anything that swims in the sea, the river, or the lake. The sonic bait fish has a unique vibration and flutter that can be rigged in seven different ways. With all sorts of eye-catching colors and weights available, you'll be reaching for the sonic bait fish as your go-to lure. It's the sonic bait fish. And that's another fish on, only from Max Lure Company.
This year, resolve to immerse yourself into the great outdoors. Whether you're learning to hunt, fish, hike, camp, paddle, or grill, or are looking to take yourself to the next level, the place to go for the gear you need is Sportsman's Warehouse. With over 145 stores around the nation, Sportsman's Warehouse is truly America's premier outfitter. Find a store near you or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. That's sportsmans.com or Sportsman's Warehouse. It's a new year, and that means it's show season. That's why we've got Trey Karskinen on the line of the Lachlan Trade Shows, because we've got two shows coming up in a hurry. Trey, welcome back. Thank you, John. Good to be back. So I understand the first show we can look forward to is a boat show, and it's a big one taking place at the Expo Center in Portland, January 10th through the 14th. Tell our listeners more about the Portland Boat Show. Well, the Portland Boat Show, it is a big show. It's uh, the first major boat show of the year, and it's on par with, you know, to just about any region in the country, it's on par with any of the other large boat shows across the country, particularly when it comes to the fishing boat side of the equation. It's probably the best representation of fishing boats that you'll find anywhere. So if folks are in the market for a fishing boat, that's definitely the place to go. And the place to start, you know, your planning. It's also, without a doubt, if you're in the market, the best place to strike your best deal on a boat. Uh, the dealers are competing against each other. They have inventory. The inventory is fresh, so the selection's there. There's just a whole bunch of good reasons to go to that show if you're the slightest bit interested in, in buying a boat. Well, that brings up a really good point. It's better to go to a boat show or RV show earlier in the year than later in the year because a lot of these dealers are attending multiple shows, but their inventory is shrinking as they go through the show season, isn't it? It absolutely is. That's a very good point. Uh, You know, that opening day, that Wednesday and Thursday of the boat show are probably the two best days of the year, you know, in the Northwest and maybe the West to find what you're looking for because the inventory is fresh. It hasn't been picked over and dealers are, are eager to make, make a deal. So yeah, if you want to, you know, kind of get your best shot, that's the time to do it. You and I were talking on, on the national show about this, the fact that this is probably the best show in the region and maybe one of the best shows in the nation for consumers who are looking for a fishing boat between 15 and 25 feet in size, both fiberglass and aluminum. Yes, it, it is. And, and we have boats, you know, uh, larger than that as, as well, John, but, the, but you're absolutely right. That's the sweet spot. So folks looking, you know, for stuff, you know, in Puget Sound or the Columbia River or any large impoundments that, you know, might prefer a glass boat, they're definitely well represented. But there's no doubt about it. The best representation of well-aluminum boats on the planet is at this show, and they're very well represented. But there's also the lighter gauge aluminum boats, too that uh, there's plenty of those. And from all the big names that you kind of, you know, come to know, you know, the Lunds and Smoker Crafts and Crestliners, and all of them are well represented at the show. So it's, um, you know, the beauty of, of any show like this, from with, whether you're shopping for an RV or a boat, is that they're all side by side. And so you can literally walk across the aisle and take a look at the differences, take a look at the various floor plans that are out there and then layouts, and, you know, find the one that you're after. And then, of course, the dealers, uh, early on in the season, it's been a while since they've had any real meaningful business, you know, going through the winter months. This is their first real shot to, you know, to put some points on the board. So it's your best shot to make a, a great deal. 
Now, I know with the RV show that we're going to talk about in just a second, there's financing on site through Boeing Employee Credit Union. Is there anybody offering financing at the Portland Boat Show if you do find the boat that you want? Well, the dealers generally generally handle that themselves. So they're doing it, uh, you know, most of them can give you immediate approvals right at the show. So, you know, they have relationships with the lenders they're working with so they can get it done right there. And there's going to be, in, in the case of, you know, we're, as we're talking to the various dealers, what they call interest rate buy-down. So they're working with lenders to get reduced interest rates just for the show. So there's going to be some incentives, manufacturer incentives in terms of pricing and, and warranties, all that. You know, this is a time when, again, you can definitely strike your best deal. You'll get the, the most for your money. All right. Well, if you're looking for a fishing boat or a pleasure boat for the new year, the Portland Boat Show should be on your calendar. Again, the dates are January 14th to the 24th, taking place at the Expo Center. Big, big venue, folks, in Portland, Oregon. The website to go to, pdxboatshow.com. That's pdxboatshow.com. Now, some of our listeners might not be after a boat this year, but they might be looking for an RV. And fortunately... On January 18th through the 21st at the Tacoma Dome in Tacoma, you've got the Tacoma RV show going on. Tell our listeners about this. So, yeah, that show's you know been around for decades, and it is, again, the first major RV show of the year. So inventories are fresh. There's hundreds of RVs represented there. Dealers have plenty of inventory, and they're looking to make deals. So folks, you know, thinking about vacation and uh, summer of 2024 and want to kind of hit the road in spring and summer, you know, buy early and take advantage of the deals because there's going to be plenty of them. Let's talk a little bit about the inventory because I vividly remember during COVID, we had a local RV dealer and it, it was barely anything on the lot. And there was two reasons for that. Number one, so many people discovered the joy of camping in RVs and wanted to do that during COVID. And the other thing was, uh, you know, manufacturers couldn't keep up, especially with all the supply chain issues that were going on. Is that all in the rearview mirror now? I mean, do we have healthy levels of inventory, healthy enough that you can get a really good deal? It is. There, there were some categories that were, you know, difficult to find. Like, you know, for a while, the Class Bs were. Well, that's not a problem anymore. There's Plenty of Class Bs, Class Cs, Class A motorhomes, and then, you know, travel trailers of all sizes and descriptions are in excellent inventory. Campers, that's all flushed out. And right now, particularly in January, dealer inventories will be brimming. There will be uh, plenty to look at. And the Tacoma Dome, you know, by the time we get everybody packed in there, there's just no room left. I mean, it is literally a sea of RVs in two different buildings, both the main dome itself and then what we call Exhall, which is uh, you know adjacent to it and attached to the dome. So there's, uh, yeah, the inventory is not an issue, John, at all. And there's also generally a pretty good selection of used RVs there as well. So folks can take a look at both. But I can tell you for sure that dealers will be motivated uh, at that show to sell, and there'll be plenty to look at. Well, that is good to hear. And that is one great thing about buying at these shows, folks, is that if you go to the lot, you usually pay an MSRP and you have to dicker from there. But when you go to these shows, there are show specials that are marked way down from that MSRP. So definitely a good reason to go. Another good reason to go is that this show is presented by the Boeing Employee Credit Union, BECU. I've got to tell you, I'm financing my, my bass boat for BECU and very easy process, uh, good interest rates. It's, it's been just great. 
And are they going to be financing RVs for folks there at the show? They will be. So you can become a member at the show or you can you know do that before going to the show. But they have member rates that are show specials only available at the show at a reduced rate that's going to save you money. And they're very competitive to the point they're generally well below what uh, you know other folks are offering. So, uh, and just as you said, BEC has been a great partner. They make it easy. This is what they do. This category, RVs, is something they really focus on. So it's one of their core competencies. So, yeah, I highly recommend folks take advantage of it and take advantage of the show rate that BECU offers. All right. Well, that's the Tacoma RV Show, January 18th to the 21st at the Tacoma Dome in Tacoma, Washington. Want to find out more? Go to TacomaRVShow.com. That's TacomaRVShow.com. And if you're in the market for a boat, don't miss out on the Portland Boat Show. Again, the dates for that, January 10th through the 14th at the Expo Center in Portland. Website for that, pdxboatshow.com. You want to find out about more of O'Loughlin trade shows, including their sportsman shows, go to the main website at otshows.com. Trey, thanks for sharing this with us today on Northwestern Outdoors Radio. Thank you, John. It's been a real pleasure. The biggest shows in the Northwest are coming your way this winter with hundreds of exhibitors and deals waiting for you. It kicks off with the Washington Sportsman Show January 31st through February 4th at the Washington State Fair Event Center in Puyallup. Be sure to check out the Addicted Fishing Mega Bash movie premiere, the annual Head and Horns competition, the Kids Trout Pond, and a special appearance from Randy Newberg, who will also be at the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show. That's happening at the Expo Center in Portland February 14th through the 18th. He'll be joined there by the Born and Raised Outdoors crew, Addicted Fishing, and the meat eater himself, Steve Ranella. You'll also want to check out the huge kayak pond and sale going on, as well as the Ladies' Day Out on Friday with Candy Yow, and don't miss the Loophole Movie Night on Saturday. Find out more about both shows at thesportshows.com. That's thesportshows.com. We'll see you there. Next up on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, we've got Shelby Ross with us at Mordon Resort. We just got back to the boat ramp, and we're looking out over the lake after a very successful duck hunt with his guide, Nathan LaFrance. Shelby, thanks for a great day. You know, it looks like uh, you guys had a really productive day and uh, lots of mallards on the strap, and that's always a great thing to see. And I'll be honest, you know, I wasn't expecting much. It's not exactly bluebird weather, but there certainly wasn't a lot of wind to push the birds around. But the the birds just showed up steadily throughout the day and provide us with some steady shooting all day long, too. So a great day out there. And, of course, everybody loved the duck kebabs and the duck poppers. I think that's the highlight of your guided duck hunts. Those never get old. I get them every day, and they still never get old. And, uh, yes, they are they are a fabulous uh, part of the hunt. They really are. And not to mention, you've got great guides. You've got great dogs. Uh, the blinds are fantastic. The decoys you have, top quality. I mean, you've got a, a top-notch operation. And it's not just guided hunting. You have non-guided hunting as well. And they do pretty well, too, don't they? 
they do and and our non-guided hunters a lot of them have been coming for 20 and 30 years and uh, it's a very popular option for sure so potholes reservoir located in eastern washington 27,000 acre reservoir last year at this time it was pretty well froze up where you needed to hunt this year we still got open water how long do you expect the duck hunting to continue here on potholes reservoir well, the weatherman will just dictate that, and uh, usually in December we have a big cold snap, and it pushes a lot of birds out of the area, and generally that's around the 20th of December, and a lot of times we'll get a warming trend in January, and they'll come back in one day. So we'll just see what Mother Nature gives us, and we're happy to have uh, birds here right now, so we'll take it. So if people want to book a duck hunt out here, can they do so, understanding that that might change to a goose hunt if things freeze up? That is definitely an option, and some people take that when the, when the ducks leave, we... We have lots of uh, goose hunting opportunity, and as the weather gets colder, the goose hunting gets better when the ducks leave, so there's that, absolutely. Let's talk about the goose hunting. In the past, it was greater Canada geese, lesser Canada geese, but now there's a new goose in the mix, and that would be the snow geese, and that really changes things up a bit, doesn't it? Boy, it has totally changed our whole approach to the goose hunting, and uh, they are uh, a little bit difficult to deal with and just different than what we're used to, and uh, we're we're adapting because they're here to stay, and there's thousands and thousands of them. So hunting here in this part of Washington State three days a week, with the exception of holidays and certain times a year, but generally speaking, it's Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Do the geese kind of forget things on the off days, or are they pretty much, once they've been shot at, uh, they're educated for the rest of the season? No, you can definitely tell when we have the uh, week between Christmas and New Year's where they can be shot every day and the last week of the season. You can just tell the birds are more pressured and they're just a lot tougher to hunt. And that's why every time it's been proposed to change it to a seven-day season, the diehard goose hunters have uh, stood up and fought that tooth and nail because it'll cut our harvest out. Very interesting factoid there. All right. So your goose hunting is all field hunting, and you're doing it on lease lands, or how does this work? Yes, uh, we lease uh, approximately 27,000 acres of farmland to do our goose hunts on. And are you operating out of pit blinds or coffin blinds or lay-down blinds? So a couple different options. Uh, Lots of our hunts are out of uh, lay-down blinds. We have some foot pits that are like a modified duck blind, that are really comfortable and uh, if you're you know older people it's easier to to get up and and stand up to shoot we have not had pits since covid because i couldn't figure out how to do that correctly with uh, nine people inside of a box in the ground (laughs) and now new is these uh, little layout chairs that we do for the snow goose hunt where you uh, oh you're kind of on a 45 degree cushion that has uh, just the top of a layout blind on it that just kind of drapes over you like a curtain and uh, you're in the middle of the decoy spread in the middle of the field and they look like dirt literally and uh, the decoys break up your outlet and they are really effective and so it's a, a new deal to us very interesting when it comes to the goose hunts what kind of loads do you recommend so they've come so far with the non-toxic uh, new stuff that uh, if a guy can afford it the different bismuth and tss and heavy shot is I think even more effective than lead was back in the day. They are much more expensive, but really on a goose hunt, you don't shoot that many rounds, so it's just not that cost prohibitive. If you're going to be steel, I recommend BB shot, just all around the right size. But the non-toxic, are we talking like two shot? Twos, or the see a lot of mixes of twos and fours, very popular, and those do the job. All right, good to know. So... Let's touch on something else that you're not doing this time of year, but you do the rest of the year. That's the walleye fishing. Again, Potholes Reservoir, it's still open water right now. Not a whole lot of boats out there, but there are walleye to be caught. Where do you find them? The Mardon Marina has been uh, really putting out some nice fish at night here. 
and I see some people out on the normal humps who've been catching some fish and just with the water temps this cold you just got to slow down a lot of them are dragging a swim bait right along the bottom super slow and that's been real productive there's always a blade bait bite this time of year as well so a couple options there you go now as for fishing the marina i mean mardon resort's a great place but you have to be a guest to fish here don't you correct speaking of which we've got a whole bunch of geese that are flying over us right now but getting back to mardon resort you have a lot of your guests stay here don't you we depart all of our trips right out of here, and it's handy to just walk from your room right down to the dock, get in the boat, and, and off we go. So, And restaurants here, everything you need is here, so why not? That's right. Yeah, they got the store here. They got the, the beach house, which has got a, a bar and a restaurant, and you've got really comfortable lodging, whether you're in the new lake house cabins or one of the park cottages or some of the older accommodations they have or bring your RV. So, hey, if you're looking for a great hunting adventure, and I don't know if you can hear those geese overhead, but there's a whole bunch of them. Those are snow geese, aren't they? Yes, they are. <laughs> any rate, looking at several hundred snow geese flying back into the reservoir here. And if you want to go goose hunting, if you want to go duck hunting, and maybe bring a boat and do some walleye fishing or fish off the marina, just go ahead and go to RossOutdoorAdventures.com. That's the website for Shelby's operation, RossOutdoorAdventures.com. Quality operation. We had a great time today. I've had a great time with them every time I've gone hunting or fishing with them. You will too and if you're looking for a place to stay just go to mardonresort.com for mardon resort shelby thanks as always john always great to chat with you heading to wyoming elk hunters are looking at some changes for this coming year and they involve especially non-resident hunters the application deadline is january 31st and this year you're going to find elk license quotas in certain areas in eastern wyoming there will be a proposed license quota of 500 elk in southern wyoming 1050 elk license and in western Wyoming, 2,775 elk license. Non-resident hunters will be restricted to hunting in general hunt areas within the non-resident region for which they draw a license. Residents, on the other hand, will be able to hunt in any general license area in the state. This change is happening because the Wyoming Wildlife Task Force recommended that the Wyoming Game and Fish Commission establish non-resident general elk regions and quotas. Previously, the Department of Fish and Wildlife allocated 16% of the total available limited quota full-price elk licenses to non-residents, plus the number of general elk licenses necessary to reach a total limit of 7,250 non-resident elk licenses in the initial drawing. The commission-approved change will allow more flexibility in the number of non-resident general elk licenses issued. The previous 7,250 non-resident licenses was instituted in the 1980s and was based on the average number of non-resident license sales at the time. There was no biological purpose for the number, and since then the state elk population has increased significantly. So, if you're a non-resident elk hunter, figure out where you want to go and apply soon for one of these areas. You can find out more information at the Wyoming Game and Fish website. Stick around, we've got more hunting for you on Northwestern Outdoors Radio.
fishing, and fun. That's what you'll find at Mardon Resort. Come to sunny eastern Washington and bring your RV or rent a cottage, cabin, or room at our newly upgraded resort at the south end of Potholes Reservoir. Get tackle and provisions at our general store. And after you're done fishing, hanging out at our swim beach, or boating for the day, enjoy dinner and a drink at the beach house. Find out more at mardonresort.com. That's mardonresort.com, where the fish bite and we don't. Hunting is conservation. At the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, we salute hunters for providing the majority of conservation funding across the U.S. Join us for our annual fundraising banquet to benefit wildlife and the mission of the RMEF. Wintertime is showtime in the Pacific Northwest, and we've got a great lineup of shows for you from O'Loughlin Trade Shows. Things kick off in Portland at the Expo Center, January 10th through the 14th. That's where the Portland Boat Show is taking place. There'll be all sorts of boats on sale to include the largest display of aluminum boats you're going to find perhaps in the entire nation in one place. Right after that, it's the Tacoma RV Show at the Tacoma Dome, January 18th through the 21st. Dozens of dealers will have RVs available for you, and BECU will be there to help you finance the RV of your dreams. It's the Portland Boat Show and the Tacoma RV Show. Find out more at otshows.com. This year, resolve to immerse yourself into the great outdoors. Whether you're learning to hunt, fish, hike, camp, paddle, or grill, or are looking to take yourself to the next level, the place to go for the gear you need is Sportsman's Warehouse. With over 145 stores around the nation, Sportsman's Warehouse is truly America's premier outfitter. Find a store near you or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. That's sportsmans.com for Sportsman's Warehouse. Did you know we actually have a sponsorship opportunity available for this show? You can be a sponsor of Northwestern Outdoors Radio, reaching thousands of listeners every week, tuning in to 69 stations in seven states. Contact me through my website at northwesternoutdoors.com and let's get a conversation started. That's northwesternoutdoors.com. Hunt of a Lifetime is a nationwide nonprofit organization dedicated to providing hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under who suffer from life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. These adventures make big differences in the lives of those who participate in them, and in many cases are literally a dream come true that brings hope and therapy to their lives. Find out more, get involved, or donate today at huntofalifetime.org. That's huntofalifetime.org. Huntofalifetime.org. Before we go today, we've got time for one last shot of Northwestern Outdoors Radio with your host, John Cruz. I'm glad you're back. We just told you about the Portland Boat Show and the Tacoma RV Show that are coming up soon this month, but there's some other shows coming up this month as well. One of them is the Great Rocky Sports Show that's going to be going off this year, January 19th through the 21st at the Metro Park Expo Center in Billings, Montana. Always a good show there. And the Tri-City Show, I'm going to be visiting down there for a couple days. That one goes from the 26th through the 28th of January at the Hapo Center in Pasco. And I hope you'll stop by our Northwest Outdoor Writers Association booth while you're there. I'd love to chat with you. And then January 31st, that's the kickoff for the Washington Sportsman Show at the fairgrounds in Puyallup. I will have my Northwestern Outdoors Radio and America Outdoors Radio booth there. And I hope you'll stop by. We'll be giving away a little swag as we always do at this show. 
You can find out more about that show at thesportshows.com. And now it's time for your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week, and I'm pretty sure Sportsman's Warehouse will have a presence at all of these shows as well. And for good reason. They are America's premier outfitter. they got everything you need for success, whether it be in the field or on the water. Drop by your local Sportsman's Warehouse store today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. And this one involves the great horned owl. Always enjoy my evening walks and listening to the hoot owls as they call to each other from tree to tree. And here's your question. When do great horned owls breed? Is it in the fall? Is it in the winter? Or is it in the spring? If you think you know the answer, you know what to do. Just shoot me an email at john at northwesternoutdoors.com. And give me your answer there, or you can go to our website at northwesternoutdoors.com and shoot me an email that way. Again, the question, when do great horned owls breed? Is it the fall, the winter, or the spring? One lucky person who guesses right wins a $25 gift card, the first one of 2024 that we'll be giving away. On that note, it is time to go. But again, a happy new year to you. I hope it's a wonderful one for you. And until next time, do take care. God bless and make it a point to spend some time outdoors. Outdoors.